You say a one for the trouble, two for the time. Uh, come on, y'all, let's... Now it's time for the morning coffee with my daddy, the motivator, Jazzy G, on Power Me Up Radio, talk 24-7. Morning, good morning, good morning, my soul motivators. Welcome to another exciting episode of the Morning Coffee with yours truly, the motivator Jazzy G. Here on Power Me Up Radio Talk 24-7, the station with heart on iHeart. Today, beloved, is terrific Tuesday. Yes, indeed, yes, indeed, it's terrific Tuesday. You know what that means? Get up, get out, do what you got to do, so motivate us, so we can have a terrific and fantastic day today. Now, on this terrific Tuesday today, I'm going to play something from a comedian, actor, game show host. He's all those things. <laughs> He's a man of many, many hats. And... Uh, and uh, he wrote, he's an author, he wrote books, movies, all type of stuff, right? Okay, so Steve Harvey, uh, I got this excerpt from Steve Harvey. Like, I found this in, um, hey, it's incredible. And uh, Steve is just laying it out. And I was like, hey, man, I got to play this for my soul motivators on Terrific Tuesday. I got to play this, man, because this is the day y'all going to get up, get out, and do what you got to do today, man, because, again, we in May, we springing forward, we're doing what we got to do, right? Right? We're not going to lay, lay back and just, you know, let things happen to us. We're going to make things happen for ourselves, right? Because when we make things happen for ourselves, then we can help our family, we can help our neighborhood, we can help our community. And we help our, ne- our community, we can help wherever we live, we can help our nation, you understand what I'm saying? We can help by helping, right? But we got to first look deep inside and grab in us what's in us, you know, that that gifts, talents, and abilities that God give us so we can actually spread that joy. And that's what it's about. That's why I said let nobody steal your joy. That's what it's all about. Because you got the gifts, talents, abilities, and you got to spread that. You got to spread the joy. All right? So what I, what I'm gonna do is I'm gonna play this by Steve Harvey, and I know you're gonna enjoy it. You know, saying on this terrific Tuesday, you know, and uh, it's it's probably a nice day today wherever you are, because you know, spring even though it's unpredictable, most times spring is like nice. You know what I mean? So hey, man, in this time of May, we're in the middle of May. It's usually nice. So so without further ado, I want to play for you. The one, the only, he's the man, the man, you know what I'm saying, it, right? <laughs> what was the name of Steve Book? It was like, uh, think like a man and, and, and act like a woman. No, think like a man. Yeah, think like a man, act like a woman, something like that, right? Okay. And uh, matter of fact, Kevin Hart did a great job off those movies. You know what I'm saying? He's one of my favorites. But uh, I don't want to just be babbling, <laughs> beloved. You know what I'm saying? Without further ado, here he is, Steve Harvey, y'all. No matter who you are, no matter where you are in life, you can take the lid off of your job. And, and if, if, if you're wondering if you still have the lid on in your life, 
here are some clues that's going to let you know that the lid is still on. If you're not excited about waking up in the morning, if you're sitting around bored out of your mind, if you got time to do everything anybody asks you to do, you probably got the lid on. If when you tell your dreams to all your friends, it makes sense to them. You got your lid on, man. Your dreams should be should not make sense to everybody. You got to say something that make people go, how you going to do that? That's when you got the lid off. And if I were you, I'd do that. I'd take the lid off. Makes sense to me, don't it? I mean, look, in show business, that's all the time. You could come to work one day and they just say the show is canceled. What can you do? So what I've done is I've produced so much content. I got radio, I write books, I write movies, I do TV shows, I host TV shows. I got a game show, I do a Facebook watch show. I do so many. So when they come and they cancel something, I don't really give a damn. Cause I got eight more jobs. You know what I mean? I've just managed to stack. And then I'm always prepared. I prepare for what's coming. Here's the deal. Change is inevitable. So here's what's going to happen. No matter what's going on in your life, it's not permanent. Everything is going to change. So there's two things you can do with change. You can react to it or you can participate in it. It's going to change anyway. So if you keep waiting around, you're going to have to react to the change. And now you, you're behind. But if you participate in the change, if you know the job you have is not going to last forever. I'm just telling you. COVID proved that already. Where you go to work at every day, that's going to change. COVID proved that already. Your best laid plans has changed. So what you got to start doing is you got to start anticipating that it's going to change and just start living your life with the preparation for change. No matter what you're doing, you could be doing more. Remember that. It's 24 hours in a day. You got to use as many of those hours to prepare stability for yourself as you can. I said it online, I got in a lot of trouble. If you sleep eight hours, you're not ever going to be rich. If you have any dreams of being rich, you cannot sleep eight hours a day. It's only 24 hours in a day. If you sleep eight hours, that's a third of your life. How can you, you cannot be asleep a third of your life and become successful. You can't. People got mad at me. They're talking about Steve Harvey prefers wealth over health. No, I'm just telling you. If your ass wants to hit it and be rich, you got to quit bullshit. You got to get your hustle and grind on. You can't sleep at well, how much you sleep. I sleep between four and five hours. If I get six hours, woof. I'm tired. Plus, I'm old. I got to get up. I want to see what today is. I can't miss nothing. I'm old, man. I'm 64 years old, so I can't be laying in the bed waiting. I got to get up early. I'm up for the sun come up every day because I just want to see what else God got for me. He done gave me a lot. Might as well go see the rest of it, right? You can't see your sleep. So I've always prepared myself for what this business is. And for the first time, I've actually thought about retiring. This is the first time I've ever thought about retiring. So now I want to come home. I'm coming to Africa. The one thing that I have learned to relate to all of my children 
is to dream. There is nothing bigger than your dream. Nothing is greater than your dream. Now, as we sit in this great educational institution, I am not saying that your education is not important because it's tied to a lot of your dreams. But let me tell you something. There ain't nothing, nothing bigger than your dream. Because your dream will propel you to get the education. Don't you ever stop dreaming. Don't you ever stop imagining. And we're going to talk about them two things a lot. But don't you ever stop dreaming. Your Bible says a man without a dream or a vision shall perish. That's in your Bible. It ain't just in the one I read. No way in that does it say without an education you perish. And it says without a dream or vision you perish. So if what you are dreaming about requires an education, it is then your dream that propels you to get the education. But the dream is bigger than anything, man. See, if it was an education that caused you to be great or successful, I ain't here today. Because I don't have one of them. But nobody could outdream me. Your dream is everything, man. It's the biggest part of your life. <laughs> Look, man, it is that thing that God puts in you that don't let you sleep sometimes. It's your dream. It's that thing, that part of you, man, that wakes you up and stirs the very pit of your soul. I've always taught my children to dream. The secret, though, the secret to real success is if you tie your gift to the dream. Whatever position you find yourself in today, we put ourselves there by a series of thoughts and actions. Thoughts turn into things. That's very important to know. So let's look at both sides of it. For people who think negative thoughts, it turns into negative things. And the direct opposite is true for those who think positive thoughts, it turns into positive things. That's the deal. It's, it's as simple as that, folks. Thoughts become things. So the one glaring question for all of us always is on a daily basis, what are you thinking? What are your thoughts? What are you thinking? What are your thoughts? Because this is a fact of life. This is biblical. This is spiritual. This is written. This is philosophical. This is the law of the universe. This is just the way it is. Now, and here the cold part, folks. It don't matter if you believe me or not. It does not matter if you have never been explained this or not. And it does not matter if you think it works in your life or not. It don't matter. Listen to me. It is the way it is. It is it's just whatever. It's the law of the universe. You call whatever you want to call. However you got to dress this thing up, because this all it is. So when I say that you are where we are today, because we thought ourselves here, oh, you best to believe that's true. You thought yourself here. No one else. See, let me explain something. I got people around me who so badly want to take credit for it. Every man in this room, 
You met, you blew your twenties. You spent all your thirties trying to make, make up, up for, for your twenties. Yeah, yeah, that's a, that's the truth. Dog, uh. every dude in this room blew their twenties, mm-hmm. and at thirty trying to fix what they should have did in their twenties. Yeah. And so so forth and so on. You turn forty, you trying to recover from the mistakes you made when you thirty. Mm-hmm. Now at forty, man, the time you start. Mm-hmm. Really, at thirty, you need to start buckling it on down, mm-hmm. and just realize, man, everybody make mistakes, and if the mistakes you going through are going to help you become the person you need to be later on. Steve Harvey. All them mistakes, dog, yeah. they cool to make. Yeah. You, I needed to mess up every marriage. <laughs> I needed to get arrested like I did. Yeah. I needed to get shot. Mm-hmm. I needed all this, dog. You got, I, you I needed shot? to be homeless. Yeah. I needed all them things to happen to turn me into who I am today. So when you're young and you make mistakes, don't let them eat you up. Because mm-hmm. everybody that done made it, done made yeah. You got to fail in order to win. Hey, look, man, to understand how to hit the game when it's shot, you got to miss the game when it's shot. First of all, you're talking about stuff that I can relate to like so many others can relate to. I mean, you know, everybody got the same story. We just got different details. But like I always say, life is 10% what happens to you. It's 90% what you do about it. See, we're going to dive into a chapter from my new book. And it's chapter one, section one. This is very clear for people. So the first step is getting completely and brutally honest enough to say, I am tired of myself. When you say I'm sick and tired or being sick and tired, that's the facilitator of change. That's when you're ready to say these words, no more excuses. No more excuses. I went to Kent State. I dropped out. Well, I didn't drop out. I flunked out. Now, that threw my life into a spiral, but because I didn't have a college degree, I could not let that stop me. And like you're doing, where you're saying all my friends at this age are settling your careers, you don't even know if they're happy or not. Stop comparing yourself to others. So the first thing you do is stop focusing on other people. Instead, focus on being the best version of you that you can. Then you'll recognize that you deserve to sit at the big table with everybody else after you become the best that you can be. Now, once you've accepted that you have as much right to success and much right to succeed as anybody else, the next step is learning how to talk the talk. You have to get fluent in the language of success so you speak it with ease. Surround yourself with people who've accomplished their dreams and immerse yourself in the culture of achievement. You know, you've got to be tough because the road to success is always under construction. It's never a clear path to success. The people who become successful are the people who have a relentless attitude. And you just got to hang in there through the bad breaks because the bad breaks is coming, but they usually come right before the big break is about to happen. You get a series of bad breaks and it stumbles up a lot of people. My life and my success is to say to anyone, you can stumble, you can fall, you can get back up again. And like I've said before, we each have a gift. But too many people miss out because they refuse to sign the lease on their gift. You keep looking for it outside of you. Stop. Sit with yourself. What is it that you do the absolute best with the least amount of effort? That's your gift. But 
if you are constantly looking outside of yourself and you don't latch on to your gift, you will never find your purpose. If you want to succeed, you must commit to your own gift and embrace it. Well, same advice I give to my kids, man. If I could get them to understand the importance of their choice. Because, man, you know what I did? I just blew my 20s. I ended up spending all of my 30s fixing what I messed up in my 30s. And I spent all of my 40s doing what I could have been doing in my 30s. I looked up, man, and I had let too much time. If you could get young people to get their foot on the gas pedal in their 20s, because right now they think going out is everything. And I keep telling them, man, you're going to you outgrow that in a minute. Because, you know, like at this age, when somebody says, hey, we're going to go out to a club tonight. <laughs> what? Go out to a club? Are you kidding? It don't make no sense to you now. Because you're over that. But it takes a minute for them to understand. It. It's sad. I wish they did. It was, I wasn't clubbing in my community. I didn't, I didn't know how to make a vision board. I didn't, I didn't know how to... It really changed my life when I started. I got in Amway when I was about 24. I got in Amway. And that changed my life, man, because the first time ever, they introduced me to self-help books. And I read two books that changed my life. It was uh, The Power of Positive Thinking by Norman Vincent Peale and The Magic of Thinking Big by David Schwartz. I read them books and it changed my life. But it also made me remember what my mother had told me because she was a Sunday school teacher because all self-help books are Bible-based. There's nothing, everything comes from the Bible. All of, all of the self-help books, that's Proverbs. That's all it is. Book of wisdom and understanding. You, you can read that and it, it change your life too. Sometimes you need the regular books so you can relate to it. But it's all comes from the Bible. It's like a great book is a secret. But if you read the secret, it's all Bible verse. And it's just why you on the Bible. You can't think of nothing new how to tell a person to succeed without the Bible. It doesn't work that way, you know? So a couple of books changed my life. Imagine the thinking being was huge. It just taught me one simple principle. It don't cost no more energy to think big than it does small. You can say Volkswagen and you can say Rolls Royce with the same amount of effort. You ain't got the grunt to say Rolls Royce. So if the Bible is true, what you say the man is as he thinks, if you think poor thoughts, you got to be poor. The moment you change that thought into wealth and riches, you start the process of becoming wealthy. It's, it's, it's not a matter. I mean, it's really how it works. I, you know, people complicate it. You got to do this and you got to do that. But the Bible's pretty plain. They ain't got no loopholes in it. Really don't. It's just real simple. It say what it say. All you got to do is believe it's talking to you. <laughs> That's what it is. Most people don't think that God is talking to them. That I come to give you life and give you life more abundantly. You don't think he's talking to you? He'll give you life more abundant. He do. He really will. You ain't got to be rich to have an abundant life. Sometimes you just need to be healthy, happy. You know, you can be really happy, man, making $70,000 a year. You really, really can. You don't need a few million. I did, but you can even need a few. It helped me a little bit. But to be honest, it didn't make me happy. And to you, 
24-7, the station went hard on iHeart. Beloved, I had to play that for you. I had to play that for you because Steve Harvey, he was laying it down. Now, you know he was laying it down, right? All right? <laughs> well, you're picking up what Steve Harvey was laying down, all right? He was dropping them jewels and them nuggets, man. And I, I wanted you to get that because when I was listening to that, and uh, last week, because, uh, you know, I'm, I'm part of a book club, um, your, your mindset mastery on, on, on Clubhouse. You know my favorite spot, Clubhouse, and uh, one of the clubs, my my mindset, ma- your mindset mastery, and um, that is created by uh, Cecil Calise. I had Cecil Calise on this show before, and we talked about that. And uh, we read books every 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 month, right? And the book that we read now is uh, Think and Grow Rich: A Black Choice by uh, Doctor. Um, Dr. Dennis Kimbrough in, in, in uh, Napoleon Hill. It's one of the Napoleon Hill books. And, uh, you know, Dr. Dennis Kimbrough was my, my professor. And uh, when I took um, online course uh, at uh, Clark Atlanta years ago, back in uh, 2010. But um, 
somewhere around there, 2012, somewhere around there, somewhere around there. But uh, um, the the uh, the thing about this this ex up here, it, it really got to me because I was like, you know, we talked about this in in the book club, and one of the things that you know I spoke about, Steve actually hit home with. So I was like, hey man, I gotta play this for my soul motivators, and. Uh, actually spoke on the, the 10x theory that he was talking about where whatever you do you know whatever you're good at you know or great at just charge ten dollars for it and then you know you know sell it to 10 people and then you know then you know get 10 more people and then sell it sell that to that same thing that you do you know, just now sell it to them for like twenty dollars or a hundred dollars. You know what I'm saying? Like you 10x it each time you 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 find ten people to sell to and then find ten more people, ten more people. And and that's what Steve is saying. And that's the ten X. That's how you become a millionaire because you're ten X in it. You're not worried about how to get to the million. You know what I'm saying? Because that's seven figures away. All you got to do is start with two figures. Then you go from two figures to four figures. Then four figures. You know what I'm saying? Then you go from four figures to six figures. Then six figures to seven figures. That's how you become a millionaire. So that's, that was the, the theory behind that. And that's that truly, you know, that's in your um, entrepreneurs on their journey to becoming millionaires. That's what they do. And uh, but the premise of being an entrepreneur is not about becoming a millionaire. It's about solving problems. You're a true entrepreneur. A true entrepreneur just want to solve problems. That's the first thing, first and foremost. And they find a way to get paid doing that. That's an entrepreneur because you know you're a man of many businesses, as is as is stated in the Webster. Okay. But again, I wanted to play that because of that. I wanted to play that because he was laying that down. And at the same time, he, he, like he was saying, he gone through some stuff. You know, in his 20s, he felt, you know, he wasted time in his 20s and trying to fix it in his 30s and in your 40s. And, and this is something Napoleon Hill has said in, in Think and Grow Rich. He said, you know, 35 is the best year of your life. He said, 35 is the age that you can reinvent yourself at the age of 35. You can literally reinvent yourself at 35 years old. He said, because at 35, you have you have made all the 20 something mistakes and you're still young enough to have learned from them and spring forward, you know, move forward in your life. Because, you know, by the time you reach 40, you realize how much you didn't know in your 20s. So 35 is that perfect age to reinvent and say, OK, I, can, I learned a bit from my mistakes in my 20s so I can use that as my my superpowers to move forward and that's what Napoleon Hill says that 35 is the perfect age to reinvent yourself now you can reinvent yourself older than that you know what I'm saying I, I tell you plenty of times beloved that you know you, you know yellow yeah, yeah, how they say that yellow you know what I'm saying you only live once how the, how the young people say that yeah I, I don't believe in that <laughs> I do not believe in YOLO that's what it's called right YOLO okay alright YOLO don't work for me I do not believe in YOLO you only live once no no see me I believe it this way you only die once okay you only die once I don't believe in YOLO you only live once cause I live many lives okay and again as I told you before 
I, I had a life before my wife. I had a life doing with my wife, and I have a life now without my wife. Okay, that's three lives right there. I can uh, define right there and now. <laughs> three lives, and they were totally different. My life before her was totally different than my life with her, and my life without her now is totally different than my life with her. Three lives. It ain't about living once. You only die once. So, beloveds, uh, on this terrific Tuesday here on Power Me Up Radio Talk 24-7 in the Station of Heart on iHeart, the morning coffee with yours truly, the motivated Jazzy G. We're going to take our deep breaths today so we get that oxygen in our mind, our body, and our spirits and, uh, and say our affirmation prayers today. And uh, so we can get things going right today right on this terrific tuesday so i want you to take a deep breath breathe in hold it hold it hold it release extend it extend it extend it breathe in hold it hold it hold it release extend it extend it extend it one more time beloved breathe in hold it hold it hold it release Extend it, extend it, extend it. The light of God surrounds us. The love of God enfolds us. The power of God protects us. The presence of God watches over us. Wherever we are, God is and all is well. That is your protection prayer affirmation for the day on this terrific Tuesday, beloved. Remember, I love each and every one of you. It's not a damn thing you can do about it. You take that protection prayer affirmation with you wherever you go today. You know what I'm saying? Work, school, or play. All right? Y'all have a ball today on this terrific Tuesday. I'll catch y'all tomorrow on the Work It Out Wednesday. Got a surprise for y'all, all right? Hey, y'all be happy today. I'll see you later. Peace.